When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This introducing is the Rich Eisen Show. I try to give you facts. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. Does the combine still matter? Combine still matters. It will always matter. It never won't matter. I take it that the coaches aren't showing up. It's because the broadcast is so damn good. You know what? Go run another 40 in your suit. Oh, I plan to. Earlier on the show, legendary Hollywood producer Brian Grazer, senior writer for the MMQB, Albert Breer, still to come, Falcons head coach Raheem Morris, and now, it's Rich Eisen. Yes, hour number three of the Rich Eisen Show is on the air. Albert Breer was on an hour number two from Indianapolis, Indiana. An hour number one, an in-studio conversation with Brian Grazer, the legendary Hollywood television and film producer. And he, along with Ron Howard and uh, the Imagine Entertainment Group, are the producers behind the Dynamite documentary that's on Apple TV, the New England Patriots, the, the Dynasty New England Patriots series. Uh, he spoke about how that got all put together, told great John Candy stories as well from Splash and Tom Cruise. I said he worked with all the Toms, Hanks and Brady, and he goes, and, and Cruise. Not many people can drop that. By the you way, know? I want to start bench cut, Hanks, Brady, Cruise. Oh. You can't do that. I'm asking. Well, you can't cut Tom Brady. Nobody cuts Tom Brady. It depends on what the category is. Yeah, what is the category? He's acting. Life. If it's acting, then you... Yeah. Just in general, Toms? Just Toms. Start bench cut. Hanks, Brady, yeah, Cruz. Get out of here. <laughs> That's impossible, yo. <laughs> I mean... Uh, I don't know. Start right, Brady, right. bench Hanks, cut Cruz. I'm How does that sound? Oh, well, I'm, I'm not cutting Tom Brady, and I'm not benching whoa. Tom Brady. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start You don't Hanks. bench Tom Brady. Belichick didn't even bench Tom Brady. That's the subject matter of the first two episodes I, of this I, documentary. I really I, think Hanks gets cut. I'm, I'm, I'm starting Hanks. <laughs> I'm benching Cruz, and I'm cutting Brady. Well, this guy. Oh, wow. Of course he's cutting Brady. Yeah, I mean, I like Brady, but I don't like him as much as I like Splash. I might think I, I, I might start Cruz. Ooh. And then what do you and then and then who and then you bench, bench you, Brady, you Brady come off the bench. I mean, he started his career coming off the bench. Let's True. start with this. Let's start with this. Which Tom has given you most enjoyment in your life? <sighs> See, that's one to come though. That's why I not seen cut Brady, Rich. You don't know. I mean, I haven't seen the second part of Mission Impossible Seven yet. You know what I mean? Which, uh, oh, which Tom? There's but, one. But the movies are fleeting. They, 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 you enjoy them for an hour or two, or in the case of Mission Impossible uh, 3, yeah. and then it's done. I mean, I know. I, but I mean, Brady lingers. No, I, Brady I, echoes. There's echoes of Brady. I mean, I understand. 
saying Tom Cruise is the most all right important movie star of all time. Great Hank, conversation. You're cutting Hanks. I'm cutting Hanks. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Oh. I mean, I'm sorry. All right. I don't think mm. you are. But anyway, good thing we didn't ask that of Brian Grazer in hour number one. If you missed any of it, we re-air as soon as this show is over on the Roku channel, channel 210. Uh, Raheem Morris, the head coach of the Atlanta Falcons, is about to join us in this hour. Um, the latest on the Denver Broncos quarterback plans. Sean Payton speaking today. Stephen Jones spoke today about what his dad meant about going all in. Uh, also, but, but the uh, I, I've been told the Cowboys bus is in Indianapolis. Okay. It is there. Um, and uh, I'm heading to Indianapolis tonight, so I'll confirm if the bus is there. <laughs> Susie's uh, in this chair Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. She and Amy Trask are recording the latest episode of What the Football Podcast. Lewis Riddick will be their guest to break down everything that's going on at the Combine and then in free agency after all of that. So um, 844-204-RICH is the number to dial on the program uh, the Atlanta Falcons head coach Raheem Morris is about to join us on this show. And the uh, Falcons draft eighth overall. They draft eighth overall. And the question is, is what do they do when on the clock if they haven't already acquired a quarterback in the free agency period? Joining us now on the Rich Eisen Show is, in fact, the head coach of the Atlanta Falcons. Newark, New Jersey is in the house. <laughs> head coach Raheem Morris here on the Rich Eisen Show. How you doing, Raheem? Rich, I couldn't be better. And um, you are the king of the dramatic pause right there. Listen to that intro. Oh, is that right? <laughs> the king. You know what? Uh, I, I I know about the pauses and, and drama. You put it all together. <laughs> you know, I also grew up on the other side of exit 13 of the New Jersey Turnpike. Uh, I'm a Staten Islander. That, that I know. Um, my time at, at, at Hofstra, uh, everybody knew driving through Jersey, coming across and the Gotham's Bridge to head up to. That's right. I'd have to pass your 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 statue every day. That's so. right. <laughs> yeah, my statue outside of my high school. It'll be somebody <laughs> being benched. Uh, hey, so um, what can you tell me about your interview process? Um, and when did you know you were you got the gig in Atlanta? You know, uh, Richard, it was it was a great process. I talked about this before the. The process has done so much changing uh, throughout the process and how we've gone about it and trying to make it better, to make it more fair, to make it uh, equal and all the stuff like that. So, you know, right away uh, when you're done, they set the date where you can have your first Zooms and those Zooms pretty much get lined up back to back to back. Um, I was fortunate enough to have five of them. Um, and obviously one being the Atlanta Falcons. You know, after you go through the Zoom process, um, they are able to schedule some in-persons and you can fly in at the scheduled dates and you try to make it for me, it was, let's take an East coast trip and finish back on the West coast and uh, finish the process of your interview. When you talk about the in-persons, I was able to do four of those, I believe, or get invited to four. Mm -hmm. And I made it to, to three of them uh, before I got back home and was going to be on my way um, to my last one. I got the call uh, from Mr. Blank and, um, and stopped the whole, the, the whole process and mm -hmm. was able to end my time and, being able to end up in Atlanta and was uh, really, uh, really well done by by all teams, I thought. And and, and I think it was a really fair process of uh, what we went through as far as from a Zoom standpoint and an in-person standpoint with all the teams that I was able to sit down and talk to. If I could go back in time and tell that defensive backs coach at Hofstra that one day you would beat out Bill Belichick for a head coaching job, what would you have said back you then? Know, I, I, 
I, I didn't really look at it as beating out Bill Belichick. You know, I think I know that's been, you know, popular to talk about and popular documented, but I think it's, um, I think it was more of uh, you put your best foot forward and present your best self for whatever the opportunity was. And I thought uh, the mesh between myself and Atlanta really worked together. And it was really a time for me to come back um, to a place that I had spent some time at and, and had some success at and then wanted to get back and have to get the job finished. And and, and I, I don't look at it as beating out, you know, one of the greatest coaches. Uh, I got too much regard and respect for um, the people that work in his profession, especially the stuff that Bill Belichick has done. So uh, we'll ask one for you on the process as well. Raheem Morris here on the Rich Eisen Show. How did it hit you? I don't know if you're aware of it or people made you aware of it, of so many players from the Rams organization and others that you have touched in your time as being an assistant in the league, um, that everyone was, for the lack of a better phrase, caping for you, saying you deserved it, that you were the best that they had played for. How did that hit you when so many were saying you deserved this opportunity that you did get? You know, Rich, I didn't really get it right away um, because I'm not as, I'm not on social media. It's as, 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 as not, not as driven on social media as you are, but I did get it secondhand from a lot of people on what was being said, you know, from the likes of Jalen Ramsey and some of the other people that talk. Um, but it really touches you because you just want to see the people, you see the people that you've affected as you're going through the process of coaching them on all walks of life, whether it be on offense, whether it be on defense, whether it be with just everyday life skills, something you help them with. Um, all of the people that was able to comment and that did that, I thought was was outstanding, including some of your colleagues from, from TV and um, just being able to deal with you guys from a, a steady basis, from being a defensive coordinator or being a one-time head coach in this league um, and knowing the people that you're talking to. So I thought that was really, um, really, really, really special. Um, to hear people talk about you that way. Raheem Morris, the head coach of the Atlanta Falcons, joining me here on the Rich Eisen Show. What are you willing to share about your quarterback plans? You coach? know, um, it's been it's been rehearsed a bunch of times right now, but <laughs> let's be honest with you. you know, we we are definitely in the quarterback hunting business, um, and we got to go out and we got to find ways to acquire them. You know the ways we can do it with free agency, the trade, uh, or the draft. Um, we're going to have an aggressive plan on whatever that is, whether that be aggressive movement in free agency or whether that's an aggressive move in our draft, whether we going up, going back, staying put, whatever the case may be. But we want to have that type of mentality to go out there and find our guy to give us long-term success. Um, and the thing I'll tell you also, Rich, is we've done a nice job of, you know, acquiring a bunch of coaches with a lot of quarterback experience. When you're talking about Zach Robinson, TJ Yates, Ken Zampezi, DJ Williams, KJ Black, um, you're talking about Chandler Whitmire and some of those different guys that have coached different quarterbacks around this league uh, at different points of their career in order to get opinions in the room for the decision makers to allow them to make decisions. So I feel really good about our process um, that we're going through right now currently. Um, and I feel good about the prospects of whether it be pick A, pick B, pick C, or whatever the case may be, that we can find a guy that's right for us. So then what will a prospect that you interview in Indianapolis find when they walk into the Atlanta Falcons meeting room for their 15 minutes. What walk me through what, uh, what you're going to put them through so you can tire kick them appropriately. You know, I think it's a little further than that, Rich. Um, yeah, as you know, like these guys are all coached up now, right. For these 15 yeah, minutes. That's why I'm asking, like, how are you going to throw them off? Do you want to, you want to get, you want to get the real in your 15 you, minutes, you know, and, you know, you don't want to go super dramatic in these moments. And, right. 
end up on your show for doing something the wrong way. <laughs> <laughs> no, by the way, just to understand this. I'll push back here. Winding up on my show is a good thing. Okay? You understand? No, you know, Rich, it, on your show, yes. it's a good thing, you know, particularly with some of the things that I know you represent. Thank you. Uh, and some of the stuff that you've helped with the Run Rich Run and all that type of stuff. Oh, but, you're kind. But yes. <laughs> those 15 minutes are really to get um, – a guy's personality out, you know, what you got to really trust and rely on. And you got to build this trust over time. is what the gathering information has come even before this moment. Right. And you want to just see people be honest. You want to see people be able to communicate, be open, uh, be deliberate about their, their, their intentional um, goals and things of that nature. But, you know, realistically um, some of the work and some of the background things, whether see whether the guy fits with you or not um, is already done and behind the scenes, um, and the people that we never know would be talking about us in these in these settings. So, you know, a lot of those things would be done. Uh, some of those envelopes won't have to be pushed in that 15 minute interview. Right. Um, some of those things would be done in different settings. And um, you get the real lot of people uh, when they go through some of the adverse times with the people that they went through and they pass. So then writ large, then what are you looking for? What, what do you want to what do you want to see? What are you hoping to elicit then? You know, um, you want people to come in and be honest and you want to hear honest assessments of themselves. Uh, you like to hear honest evaluation of points about themselves um, to give you some little self-awareness about who they are and what they are. Um, and when they come in, they can do those things. Those are the things that mostly impress you um, because you have your opinions. And if, if people are able to sit there in front of you and and really tell you um, how they've gotten better over the years, some of the things they feel they can get better at, um, some of the things, some of the ways they and the tools they've used in order to get better. Mm-hmm. I think those are the things that that, that make people um, what you're looking for. Um, really attractive. You know, this, you know, we're, we're in a people's business. Um, it'd be no different. That would never change. So you're looking for good people. And what, uh, what will the Falcons in your estimation look like? What can you tell fans who are wondering what the Raheem Morris Falcons will look like and how it might be different from the previous iteration of the Falcons? You know, you really don't have to even get into what the previous iterations of the Falcons are. You more want to talk about what it's going to look like for us. Yes. And how we're going to follow our fundamental plan of our pillars and how we want to set those things up and how we want to move into the direction of winning football games. And really what we want to establish is a sustainable winner. We want to establish that in a way where we could be competitive at the highest ranks um, at the end of the season, you know, into January, into February, and moving into those games that we all want to play in. And I, and I just believe – um, those are the things that your fans want. Those are the things that you want from an ownership group. Um, those are the things that you want from a, uh, everybody in our building. And I think surrounding ourselves with the right people, uh, we can put ourselves in play to do those things right now, right away. And I, I don't think that has to be a secret or something that we hide from. Before I let you go, Coach, what's the most freakish thing you've ever seen Aaron Donald do? <laughs> oh, man. You know, Aaron is a special human, but probably some of the more freak things that you see them do. Um, have occurred in the weight room um, to watch him lift weights and to watch him be able to go through um, what he puts himself through when he works himself out mm-hmm. uh, to, to get to, in order to prepare for what we see on Sundays um, is very special. Um, I don't know anybody that works or studies as hard as him. I don't know anybody that's smart and has the detail element of his game that he has. Um, and I, I probably shouldn't be talking on them, but, but just based on the fact that I just coached them, I think I'll get a pass. No, I know that. Uh, and that's, that's why I'm, I'm asking like, did, 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 did you ever have to re-rack of something on film to actually believe what you thought you just saw or something like that with him? It, it, that, you know? that happens daily, right? You know, when you, when you just, 
it, it's almost a point where it becomes you, you just ignore it and, and you almost <laughs> you almost write it you, you almost write it off when he's doing those things live and and in person and it, it it's, it's it's in practice it's in the games it's it's in the, it's in the, the the meeting rooms it's it's every day how he moves how he walks in life um, he, he is a very special human all right and then last one for you your favorite Sean McVay story what do you have <laughs> there's plenty of those as well but. You know, there's no there's no better story than um, after the Super Bowl, um, the game was over, everything is happening, the confetti is falling, and somehow Sean and I ended up in his office and just probably one of the more special moments of my career. Just us two, I was started, and it turned into Cooper Cup, Matthew Stafford, Reggie, our ownership group, uh, people from the building, and the picture that we still have in our phones from how that thing started and how it built up to and what it built into. Uh, is, is a very special moment for myself and I know for him. So you mean you you were just sitting in the office, in his office, oh. you know, after the confetti had dropped and then... It, everybody's more... going, Rich, everybody's going nuts. The confetti's falling down. Right. There, there's a full-blown party in our locker room going on and everybody's out having a blast. And at the end of the day, it was two people sitting with each other that turned into um, our own little party in Sean's office, so to speak. That's awesome. May you have one of those of your own, sir, in your own head coaching office in short order. Good luck. Thank you, Rich. I appreciate it. I appreciate you joining me here, and I'll see you in Indianapolis, if not after. Thanks for the call. Appreciate it. See you soon. You bet. That's the HC of the ATL, Raheem Morris, fresh off of a podium himself there in Indianapolis, straight from exit 13A on the New Jersey Turnpike. (laughs) That's it. I was 13. He was 13A. <laughs> Straight up. What do you think, Chris? You excited, right? Sure. As long as uh, Bijan Robinson gets that 2,000 yards, let's go. <laughs> well, that's a fantasy thing, isn't it? And personally, I'd like to see him do it. He's a good kid. He is a good kid. And it would make my fall a lot more enjoyable. Okay. <laughs> if I could get Bijan on the show to tell him that, would you want that? No. Do you know why? Go ahead and say it. Go ahead and say it. Well, yeah. Years ago, yeah. You had my old college coach, yep. Dino Babers, on after we had just had a successful Syracuse campaign yes. for my birthday. It was a very great uh, surprise and a celebration uh, of the seven two three. And then we absolutely stunk like the three years after in a row. So you're admitting you're the cooler. No, you set that up. So uh, I don't know why it has to do with me. <laughs> you initiated. I just asked you. You were if trying to be you nice. And I appreciated that. Bijan, I saw Bijan at the Super Bowl. You did couldn't have been nicer. Was with his family. We exchanged numbers. I can do this myself. I don't need the booking staff. I could do it myself, and I'm offering it to you. And you have returned it down. And I asked why, and it's because you said you are the cooler. That's not what I said, though. I've never said those words. TJ, you want me to? You want to chime uh, in here? TJ can witness that I'm not the cooler. I had a 40 minute roll at the crap stable I, in I, Vegas. I hate that I was standing there watching so, that, Rich. Did you get in on the action? No, nah, I just sat back and Why watched. Why not? Uh, because I, was, I can't. You can. I was miserable. I, I was my I was watching the was Clipper game. His back and, and I was watching the Clipper game at the same time. So I was there. I was just there for moral support. Okay, Ooh, but he did a great. You job. know, here's the deal. As long as you don't have anyone call on his birthday, then technically he couldn't be looked at as the cool. Understood. So let me ask you a question in terms of what makes you angriest, <laughs> or what would make you the angriest? Oh, we don't have having, enough time before commercials on the show. Oh, no, 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 no. What would make you the angriest? 
Um, anything that the Red Sox are currently doing. I don't want to talk about them at all, actually. There's By the way, do you, notice, do you notice I didn't do anything specific about what the Red Sox... Anything the Red Sox are currently doing. You're trying to upset them. Or don't want to talk. If somebody in the middle of that role stepped up and started putting money on the don't pass. Oh my god, I would have fought them. (laughs) (laughs) So that makes you even angrier than what the Red Sox are currently doing. Well, uh, yes. Come on, man, I'm hot. You bent against me. Get out of here. Don't pass line, man. And more importantly, what's the matter with people walking up to hot tables and putting money on don't pass? Find they, another table. They were cry, they were saying the name of Jim Rice the oh, yeah, entire we were, we time. We were cheering was, for Jim Rice. Because you had your Red Sox hat on, yeah, right? Yeah, it was great. <laughs> and then we started the whistle. I did that one time. These Red Sox That players. one time. <laughs> dude, one Mike time. Greenwell. I told you this story, right? Years ago. Years ago. Uh, off season, which is when I'm able to do it. I, I was uh, on a, such a hot roll. I made money for the table, uh, including... The son of Bum himself. Oh yeah, right, right, right. Wade Phillips. I made money on a. He had a hard ten. I made oh. fifty five. Showed up. Love the hard numbers. And I just I wound up like chest bumping him. It was great. And then uh, somebody else started rolling. He had a Met jersey on. I was calling him Seaver, Matt Harvey, <laughs> the whole thing. Everybody. That's, that's the way it works. That's, that's, the way, that's the way it goes, man. That's the way it works. Nothing better than a hot crap table. Oh, let's go back. Oh, unless you're a Yankee fan and seeing you in the misery right now. As Juan Soto keeps going oppo in spring training. We have n- nobody who can hit home runs. Juan Soto. Dude, he's batting in front of Judge. And then, of course, the Dodgers fans are like, yeah, you're holding our beer. Otani makes his debut today. Oof. Unreal. Like, I forgot Yamamoto to tomorrow until about three weeks ago. And I was like, oh, yeah, that really did happen. Yeah. That did happen. And you got Doogie now. Ugh, what a stuff. Doogie. Is that what I sh- is that what I'm to call him? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You gonna give me the manual, the dirt bag manual on him? He's clean shaven. He's clean now. shaven now. I know. Not a dirt bag. Okay. Just hope he doesn't go the way of Ellsbury. Nice. Oh. <laughs> Write that down. That's an, the, the way, way of Ellsbury is yeah. not a bad fantasy like name for your terrible episode. baseball team. It's like the All right. This way. We'll the take way a break. Eight four four two zero four. Rich number to dial. We're gonna hear from Stephen Jones and Sean Payton. Still to come. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat, where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase. So all the guests were is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for twenty dollars off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for twenty dollars off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner, so you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature, quiets your snores, or... 
your partners. Sleep Number does that. My sleep number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The sleep number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. These are my three favorite coaching cliches. I'd love to see a press conference where you nail all three of them within one press conference. Can we double down? And what if I can pull it off in, the, in my next press conference in, in Indianapolis? This is, this is exactly what we're talking about. Yes, sir. So, right. Ready for them? Here you go. Um, this one, my, this is number one. I don't have a crystal ball, guys. Okay? Like, that's what you say. I don't have a crystal ball. It's easy. It's whenever somebody asks you to predict the future. Like, for instance, um, how how uh, how aggressive are you going to be in free agency? Then you say what? Well, you see? I mean, if I have – I don't have a crystal ball. Right. But, you know, as, as aggressive as uh, um, – is what's best for the organization. Very good. That's a good one. Very good. Okay. Let's start. Let's start. Here's another one. It's as simple. You're going to nail this. It is what it is. It is what it is, guys. It is what it is, ladies. It is what it is, folks. You know, like, however you want to just throw it out there, it is what it is. That's a, that's another one. Um, okay. And then the third one is, I'm only talking about the guys that are here. That's it. I'm only talking okay, about the well- guys here. Well, so. I'm just gonna I'm gonna triple down and say, what if I can do that all in the same statement in my indie press conference? Yes, Mike McDaniel, instant legend. Yes. My my only request is when I do it. Yes. Mid press conference. Yes. Can we? I wanna I wanna sprint up to the stage, high five. Let's not forget, like it is what it is. You know, I I I, I honestly. Me personally, I don't have a crystal ball, you know, but really the only guys I can talk about are the players that are here today. Yes, excuse me. Pardon me. Oh, hey, didn't see it. Boom. Boy. Triple play. <laughs> that actually happened. Back on the Rich Eisen Show Radio Network, I'm sitting at the Rich Eisen Show desk furnished by Granger with supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger has the right product for you. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. With all due respect. <laughs> That's a great one. That's one of my favorites. That's easily one of the best. We should do a segment called With All Due Respect. Okay. Oh, Once yes. a week, we get to disrespect somebody. Oh, oh yes. my goodness. Are you sure you want oh. that? I don't know if you want that. It's Let's not our brand. It. I'm just saying. That you, you, it, it, let's you just say use, yes. Let's just go. Or, with it. Or, or we say something that's really um, opinionated, and we're we're free we're free and clear of ramifications because we said with all due respect. So we're taking higher learning up a notch. Or higher learning. Higher, higher register. register. <laughs> higher learning. <laughs> higher learning. Good movie. Higher register up a little bit. You know? Boom. Well, higher registers. You got to say something that you, you don't really don't really mean, believe. But... That's true. So this one. This one we believe in, but it's controversial or, you know, somewhat disrespectful. Or, yeah, potentially. But it's called with all due respect. I'm into it. Oh, Rich. Yeah, I like that, Rich. You like it, Mike. I love it. What would you say, but yours wouldn't be a sports take. Yours would just be a life take. Yes. What do you, like, what, uh, like, like what? What would be a good one? Let's workshop it. I mean, I'm about to jump on a plane. You know, I've got a million of those. Oh, God. Yeah, I mean... (laughs) 
With all due respect. With all due respect, standing you don't up. Need, like, you, you yeah, when you stand up, stand you don't up. have to use your use your armrest exactly. to get up. Don't use the go. back of my seat. With all due respect. With all due respect. You suck. Don't bring smelly food on the plane. With all due respect. Oh, exactly. There really? You go. Like, but what's a smelly food? Most, so, of, most of it. Mo- a lot. So People don't bring any hot food on the plane. Pretty much. No. What if it's fries? What if it's pizza? What that's, if it's that's burgers? That's different. That's those different. Good odors. What do you mean? It's, those we are good odors. There's bad odors and bad odors. Like fish. People that migrate fish. Who, excuse me. People that Who migrate brings fish, fish oh, on a plane. No, but I'm just saying in general. By the way, that's a, that go. was that was the worst Sam Jackson movie ever. Fish, fish, on, on, a fish on a plane. Fish on a plane. Fish on a plane. <laughs> fish on a plane. <laughs> Terrible movie. Fish in a microwave. Somebody did that at Fox the other day. <laughs> I seriously went to search to see who was eating the fish because I was going to be like, eggs. You can't do that. Fish. Any like. He's got heated noodles. You want a, you, you want on a mole hunt stuff, for like, fish yes. at Fox? I literally went on a mole hunt because I'm like, I wanted to tell this person. Seriously? Yeah, but you're in a booth. Shut floor. the door. What are you? No. It's all over the whole. It was all over the entire kitchen who, who, area. Who was it? Was it, was it Chris Myers? Was it Chris Myers with the fish? Him. I never found him. It's my fish. <laughs> the fish is here. I'm there. That's your nose. It's my fish. Too bad. <laughs> I tried to search for the fish person. <laughs> wow. There you go. There's our franchise <laughs> audio executive. We should, we should By the way, pitched just that so everybody Brian knows, Grazer, I right? got blamed for the power outage, and people were like, did you really do it? Did Who you got type? blamed? Who blamed? On Twitter. Who? Why? Somebody said that I was the responsible for the power <laughs> outage. You know who that was? <laughs> who was that? Look to your right. Oh. You posted Shea oh, Serrano's yeah. interview <laughs> on right. YouTube. Like, did you really, like, kick It was something? a YouTube I link. Like, I put a crying face, it. though. The crying face and obviously meant oh, I was joking. You're, you're, you're like, blame, blame Mike Del Tufo. Yeah. It was Literally like, was <laughs> the tweet. I hold stayed on, here before to get make sure with Jim, John, myself, I did the crying face. Obviously, I'm kidding. Is that what that means? Yeah. You're like, ah, this is funny. No, I knew that, but people are like, did you really do something? What if people aren't fluent in emoji, Chris? Well, then what are we doing? Well, they shouldn't be online. Yeah, is exactly. that right? Yeah, good call. Oh, I don't, I don't know. I'm not very fluent in emoji. Call, uh, yeah. There was that one. Remember, there was that one week on NBA Twitter where everyone was just using emojis, and I had to come, to, <laughs> I had what, to come to you guys and like, what, can you explain this to me? And then what, the one with Saquon Barkley the with the blue hats, <laughs> yeah. we were like, and I'm like, what's that? And you blew it like that. I was like, wait, what? You're like, what? I read it out. Off the oh. screen, right? And he's like, that's blue hat. It wasn't my finest moment. <laughs> if you don't know, you don't know. <laughs> that's true. Jeff in Detroit's on the phone. Yeah. Line. Yeah. Jeff in Detroit, everybody. Up, How are you, Jeff? Wonderful, wonderful, Uncle Rich. Uh, been recruited, so I, you guys had, haven't heard from me. All Star Chauffeur Services recruited me from Uber, so okay. Now I'm a man in black driving a black sedan. When you come to town, if you need me, you know where to find me. We're coming oh. in April. We, oh. we might be coming in April, Jeff. At least I am. Hey, listen, so. All Star Chauffeur Services, baby. Tell them Jeff Law, baby. I, I got you guys all day. Oh, really? Day. Are that you serious? Though? Are this you serious? This would be amazing. This oh, seems yeah. mandatory. <laughs> can I drive in the front seat? We no, 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 no. This what <laughs> would happen. Listen, Mike, See, you can, listen no. Mike is the man. You can drive no. and control the radio. <laughs> no, 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 Jeff. Jeff. Don't let him drive. Do not feed the animals, don't Jeff. You can let him control the Actually, radio. No, that's Jeff. what you do, Jeff, is let him drive and then you sit with us. You know? <laughs> I used to drive a limo. If we go to Detroit, there's only one person I want driving. I mean, that's... 
Yeah, the story. Well, yeah. the last oh, person, like I said, all star show for baby. I got you. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, well, though we don't want Mike driving because sometimes Mike will either wrap a police car around a pole or drop you off at Liza Minnelli's house at three in the morning. <laughs> so <laughs> that starting cut that uh, Chris Brockman had, man, had my head exploding. <laughs> Me being a Michigan man, I tried to take the Michigan out of it. Mm-hmm. Oh my God! Bachelor party did so much for me as a kid. Oh come on! Yes. Yes. <laughs> so you have a star oh, bench cut? Jeff, that was my movie right there. I, I think I burnt the video cassette out of that. Jeff, Honestly. that was why I had to start Tom Hanks. I remember watching that for the first time yeah. at like twelve, mm. feeling things, feeling yeah. stuff. Was some buddies became a man. What are you? Do you have a star bench cut, Jeff? <laughs> first time I saw some stuff in that yeah, movie. Yeah, you know, I, I probably. What do you have? Star Brady. Bench Tom Hanks, cut Tom Cruise as much as I. You can't I, I, I love Tom Cruise, like but this. yeah, I think that's how it would have to be. He and I like this. What joy did Tom Brady bring you as a Lions fan, Jeff? Oh, he's a Michigan well, guy. Well, it's just he's him a being Michigan a Michigan guy. man. He comes back guy. to Michigan. He does so much for the community. Okay. The guy bought houses that nobody knows about for for the downtrodden and people that needed help here in Michigan. I and bet. didn't want his name on anything. He didn't want any type of publicity. That's the type of person that he is. So, right. you know, as far as bringing me joy, probably I would probably have to reverse it. And see, this is what I'm talking about, Chris. This <laughs> sorry, is what I'm, I'm sorry, God. Jeff. I would probably have to reverse it and then start Tom Hanks, bench Tom Brady, cut cut the other time. Okay. Thanks for the call, Jeff. Jeff Law, everybody. Pretty well, brother. Good to chat with Jeff in Detroit. <laughs> Speaking of Detroit, the Combine – Press conferences aren't just, hey, you're such and such on the clock. You need a quarterback. You have an issue with a roster spot. You have a franchise tag to decide on. We need to get answers from you, and you're going to dodge questions. That's usually what the press conferences are at the Combine. Some of them, however, are, we haven't spoken to you since your team went out in the playoffs. And part of the reason why the team went out was some of the decisions you made. At least that's the conversation in the media. And so Dan Campbell stepped to the mic today and was asked about the decisions he made in the NFC Championship game against San Francisco and if he would redo any of them. The answer was of interest. The only thing that if I could go back that I felt greedy on was at the very end of the game. And instead of just deciding what we're going to do on fourth down uh, to hold the timeout, you can run it. And you're, you know, you do it on third down. And and I should have waited till fourth, you know. And at least you score, you hold on to that last timeout. But, I, you know, I, I did. I, I got a little bit. I, I thought we were going to just pop the run. And... Uh, you know, but hindsight, if the smarter thing is that, you know, you throw it and at least you know the clock stops or you score and you hold the timeout for one more chance, for another opportunity. I hear him on that. I, that was the one that 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 leapt out yeah, the at running, me. But the running play was the running play yeah. the, to run the clock and yeah. then you've got us when when you need you know you're going on side now. Yeah. Instead of throwing it in the end zone, the fourth down is where you run it. That would be the surprise. But like you said, but they, they were thought they were going to score. The number of times, the, again, the, the number of times where where 
this is who we are. This is our id. This is where we're going to hit you in the mouth. Sometimes not always needs to be spinal tap 11, just yeah. dialing it down a little bit. Especially when he had kicked it earlier in the game. I, I, I thought the going for it instead of kicking that field goal at the end. That one surprised me. That one was the I don't I I don't get that one. You know. So, but he's being honest. That's who he is, man. And that's why they got to the NFC Championship game. Can they get back? I think so. You don't. I don't know why. The only way is if you think that Goff can't do it again. Green Bay is going to be better. I I understand that. But what I'm saying is they're they're still one of the best teams in the NFL. Only going to get better, too. They're going to get younger and stouter. That's for sure. Jameer Gibbs will be your number one overall fantasy draft choice next year. Yes? Uh, mm-hmm. Or McCaffrey? No, he's top ten. Top yeah. ten? He's, he's going to be top five. He's, well, we, a, first, he's top a first 10, rounder. Right? Yeah, I was just looking at some early, early pre. Well, that's what I'm saying is Jameer Gibbs is going to be even better. So pre-free pre- agency rankings right now. Okay, according to PFF, Jameer Gibbs is 10, RB4. Who are the RB3s in front well, of Richie, I remember David Montgomery's still there, and he's, Please, a, he's but a bad I, man, I, too. I like, understand he, that, but uh, okay, Rich, Christian Jameer McCaffrey. Gibbs is going to be Christian dominant next Christian year. McCaffrey, mm-hmm. RB1. Uh, that I understand. Bijan Robinson, RB2. Get out of here. Brees Hall, RB3. Oh, God. Please. I, I mean, I don't know what the argument is. There's <laughs> uh, the argument. Come on. What do you mean, come on? And I love Brees Hall. I think this is fair. I don't. I, I do too. I go Gibbs too. I put Jameer Gibbs too. Wow. So do you think David Montgomery as much as they used him last year that they're just Do you gonna... trust the Jets offense over the Lions offense more? You trust the Jets offense to be run properly. You trust the offensive line be to be fixed properly. I mean, you think Aaron Rodgers is going to stay healthy enough to make that work? It doesn't matter what I think about that. I think that And uh, you think Bijan? I think, I think Jameer Gibbs is in a committee situation. Yeah. With a really good back, I yeah. will. I will just say, and I, I, I understand that. And I had Jameer Gibbs in. Jameer Gibbs is going. I'm okay. I hope. I look. I, I don't mean. Right, to, I don't I mean to getting him again, but I had McCaffrey last year, and that was one of the greatest fantasy seasons ever <sighs> until the fantasy finals, and then he couldn't finish against the Washington Commanders. See you later for me. But the only reason why I bring up fantasy is I just think Jameer Gibbs is going to be even better and dominant in the Sun God, and I think they're going to. And Jamison Williams oh, is yeah. going to be better, and I think they're going to get more weapons, and I think they're just going to be more confident, and I think they're going to get better on defense. I'm I think Raz. the Lions can absolutely make it back to I'm the NFC Raz. Championship. Wide receiver three. Okay, they got a great tight end. So they sure do. Yeah. All right, let's take nice. a break. What does tight end two? Jerry Jones mean by all in. I wish I knew, Rich. Well, we asked his son. Oh. Or his son was asked. And then the Denver Broncos and their quarterback situation. This would be the top story if it wasn't for Caleb Williams, essentially. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people. Or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. 
They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. So the Vikings general manager, Kwesi Adolfo Mensa, was asked point blank, are you trading Justin Jefferson? Any interest in trading Justin Jefferson? How dare you think of trading Justin Jefferson? Hmm. And? That la- oh, by the way, that last part was what Viking fans would probably say out loud. Mm-hmm. Here's what the GM had to say. Is there a world where you would ever consider making him available for a trade? That is not something that's once crossed my mind. Um, you got a blue player, blue person. Uh, you try and keep those as many of those as you can. There you go. All right, that's that. <laughs> it's not even a single moment as they're talking about dollars and cents. He's just like, you know, this is just not worth it. <laughs> we should just not bring back. <laughs> it's just not worth it. It's not worth the squeeze, you know. Still looking for the bag, though. That's what we told him at the Surgeon. Super Bowl. Where's the, where is the bag? We gave him a bag. We did. Just not... Yeah, there's some valuable yeah. items in it. Absolutely. Yeah. A, a, a sweatshirt. Priceless. Yeah, a, a, I think we gave him the old Roku stick. Love it. You know what I mean? Or the box. Pardon me. Um, All of that. What else we give him? Oh, like a, a, a Stanley. Like a, we yeah. gave him one of those things. Yep. The bo- gave the him something for, for hot or cold drinks and, and a straw. Because that's what I was told the kids like. Love the straw. Yeah. Do you? Are you using it? Housewives. What? It's a... Popular amongst the housewives. Housewives, huh? Yeah. Okay. That's a. So that's clearly a, Sarah's not using it a, then. That's a brand. Uh. All right. Yeah. So who's using it in the house? <laughs> Cage. I didn't say my house. I'm just saying. Like, <laughs> He's saying like, general houses. Like, ah, housewives. General. What does yeah. it mean that I'm using it? Oh, you. don't answer that. Okay. <laughs> All we know is Justin Jefferson will not be traded, and that's our coverage of that story. I can you. feel it. You're on the Rich Eisen show. <laughs> Boom. Back here on our radio network, sitting at the Rich Eisen Show desk, furnished by Granger with supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger has the right product for you. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. I'll give you dealer's choice, TJ Jefferson. We've got two stories left to cover. Okay. Sean Payton on the Denver Broncos quarterback situation. Oh, that's interesting. Stephen Jones being asked. What did your dad mean by going all in? Get your damn act together. Well, you know, I'd have to say, let's go with the dad story. Here we go. Touch the heartstrings a little bit. Here we go. 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 
Jerry Jones had this to say <laughs> in the Senior Bowl in Alabama. He's like, we're going all in. This yeah, year. baby. We're going all in on players that you wouldn't normally think we'd go all in on. Yeah. Like, what the hell does that mean? Like a run stopper? Like what? Like, ba- like a baseball player? Yeah. What do you mean? The Cowboys go on football players. You know what I mean? They go all in on it. They go half in, but they just tip, dip a toe in the pool. Of course not. But he says, we're going all in. We're going to be all in all the way to the end of the season. What the hell does that mean? Does that mean Derrick Henry? Does that mean you're going in free agency in places that you normally don't go? Because I say that's where it should be. Stephen Jones was asked this question today. I have not heard the answer. I'm keen to hear it myself. Hit play, please. I've never known Jerry not to be all in in any given year. But, uh, uh, you know, you, you know, certainly, uh, you know, we've got a great, I think, a great team put together. Uh, you, know, I think, you know, the last three years, uh, won a lot of football games. I think uh, 36. And, uh, you know, certainly uh, where we have to improve is the postseason. You know, we're going to get the right kind of guys who step up and make big plays in the postseason. uh, uh, It's been a challenge in terms of our success there, and uh, that's where we have to improve. Are there any answers that that you guys have kind of come up with as to what's going on? You know, we're taking a holistic view of this thing, and we'll continue to look at it. Uh, Obviously, uh, being here at the Combine is going to be, you know, a great time to spend some time in terms of looking not only at the uh, young players that are going to be out there, but just spending time, you know, together. Uh, internally spending a lot of time talking about, uh, you know, what we have to get accomplished, we think, in order to uh, take the next step. Holistic viewer. Did they go in a darkness retreat okay. to make these decisions? Is that what he means by that? Or does he mean by, uh, like, the hole? They're taking those. Like, what are they doing? They dug a hole, he sat and, in it. He and the Joneses, they went into their looking, own little looking, Frisco darkness retreat. Little looking for wins. Frisco waska in their tea? Is that what it is? Here, Coach. <laughs> Frisco, I mean, <laughs> I want you to want to give an answer at some point. Just when when I don't want to give an answer, you know, we're we're taking a half-listic view of this thing. Half-listic. You think they have like a yurt? With a oh big star? yes, a yurt. A yurt. Yeah. Whoa, a yurt. we've got a yurt. A yurt on the, on the, I like it. Yeah. It's the first yurt reference. It's just the things that my people tell me. Brought to you by Dodge. Mike McCarthy, three straight years of 12 and 5. Oh, dude. That's nice. Two words. They are Derek Henry ripped the knob off. They're not paying Pollard 12 million bucks for what they got last year. Nope. And Uncle Rico Dowdle (laughs) ain't the bell cow. I don't believe. I shouldn't ever say this guy can't. The He's NFL. Nice, he you should it. never say that about an NFL player. You can't. You never know. Correct. Never know. But I saw episode one of this Dynasty series. I heard about You know, it. Uh, about the Patriots. Yeah, you never know. Yeah, That's never basically know. the general yeah. gist. Hey, Derrick Henry. Go get him. Star inside of the helmet. Run him. And run him down everybody's throats. And play action off of that. And get CeeDee Lamb going there. And get... Gallup going there. You know? Speaking of run. Get the, Cooks going there. The bigger problem is getting someone to stop the run. That's another one. They, that they, is, they can be available be in the, the draft. Priority. I know. That's a, so do yeah, that too. Draft. Go yeah. all in. That's what it means. That's the holistic approach. No. We need a big body in there. There you go. What's in Did you learn it? Doing? Uh, by the way, not a bad idea. Uh, even though he didn't play last year. Does that uh, answer satisfy you? 
I guess. <laughs> I give you ten and a half Cowboy wins next year. Over. Oh. Ooh. Yeah, I mean, come on. We're, we want to win games. Come on, though. man. What are they going to go? They're going to go ten and seven. They're they're still a very good football team Washington, in the regular season. Washington will better. Okay, you good. think the Giants will be better? What do you think? They're nine and eight. Get like, out of here. It's like every year when I predict the Cowboys' oh. schedule, or their, their win loss record, YouTube like just destroys me, like how dumb I am. I and think then, eleven and six is a very reasonable, a very yeah. reasonable floor for the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. I'm going all in on it. I'm taking a holistic approach. <laughs> All right. Sean Payton, Denver Broncos head coach, told us at the Super Bowl, they haven't even had quarterback meetings yet. They haven't even looked. He said he didn't even know the numbers of some of these kids that are um, available in the draft. That struck me as odd. I don't know. He's doing, he's, he's just finishing up. Evaluations. They haven't even had their evaluations. So you can't ascribe to them the trading up, trading down, or anything like that. Russell Wilson goes on the I Am Athlete podcast and basically says they tried to get me to remove my injury guarantee and threatened to bench me over it and didn't tell him until two days before the Monday night game in Buffalo that he was going to start, that they didn't get their ducks in a row about carrying through on apparently a threat to bench him, which they eventually did, as we know. So it sounds ugly. He did, however, say, Russ, that he wasn't selling his house. His house is not for sale in Denver. So what that means is he'd rather his contract agent have more leverage than his real estate agent right now. Although it might help both. Might help both. Hey. I mean, his house is literally listed on Zillow and Redfin. Yeah. So, (laughs) So whatever, you know person who's trying to give Russ less than the uh, the, the Zestimate for his house. <laughs> like that? Hey, I, I might not move. Like, I might be a Bronco. So I'm going to give I'm going to give I'm going to give leverage to my contract agent and my real estate agent. All right? That's Pat. He still has zeal to play for the Broncos. But what about the Broncos for him? The current plan at the quarterback spot, Sean Payton asked about that expect that we're going to know fairly quickly. I said it's the Super Bowl, but I think more specifically, I think uh, you know, somewhere in the neighborhood next week, we're, we're going to, there's a couple of factors here. You know, obviously the cap projections came out. Um, we're further down the road with the draft class, uh, obviously the pro free agents. <clears throat> so I would, I would anticipate it being, uh, you know, within the next two weeks. I saw this like humorous meme the other day where there's a, a Bronco fan with a shirt on and there was like eight quarterbacks names across through it you know and and he's drinking the quarterback kool-aid and I, you know our, our job is to make sure that this next one you know doesn't have a line through it mm. this next one doesn't have a line through it can you look up that name was russell wilson's name already crossed out yeah, good question. because on it? the famous uh, browns one well that was one with well that wasn't crossed out it was just like names that just yeah. were Draped down, and there was until it, like it was such a long thing. It looked like a tail. There was like such a long list. Names on that thing. Yeah, I don't think Russ is going to be the answer here. I don't think this is happening. I mean, for him to say we got to make sure the next one does that mean they're going to draft one at twelve? If I'm them, I'm trading up. 
I trade up. Go get, go find a kid you like and go get him. And that's it. And then Russ will get cut, and he's going to be $39 million on your cap this year, and you're going to pay him to go play somewhere else, and you'll let the dice roll there. And I think the ownership group of, of the Denver Broncos kind of know, you know, you hired Sean Payton for a reason. It's to make the tough decisions, and it's to put it out there that uh, I don't think he's going to be there. The best thing about us, though, is it's about us. Well, I mean, and, 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 and the crazy thing is about Russ is the last two combines have been about how the hell is he going to come back this year? It's, it's, well, how about this one? Two years ago, it was, where's he going to go? Because he's, he's probably not going to be with Seattle anymore. Then he goes to Denver. And then last year, it's like, how terrible was that? And how's he going to come back from it? And the crazy thing is the first 10 combines of his career it was all about how are we going to find another one like him yeah. in the third round, 75th overall, a crown jewel of a franchise found in the middle of the third round. Everybody was trying to find themselves the next Russell Wilson for the first 10 years of his career at the combine. That was a story. And then the next one was like, who's going to get Russ and win championships and how will he continue an ascent his playing career is basically like the 2023 Eagles, you know, winning for the first two thirds. And then the last third, it's been like, what the hell was that all about? And who's the real one? The first two thirds of what we've seen over the last couple of years, which is why he says he wants to win two more. I just don't think that's going to be with the Denver Broncos. Certainly when the coach is like, we got to make sure the next one doesn't have his name crossed off because the current one, it sounds like, He's got his name crossed off. Susie will be in this chair tomorrow. Jeffrey Ross will be in studio in the nice. guest chair. Yeah. I'll be chiming in from Indy. We'll be wrapping up this show on the Roku channel in a moment. Welcome to Talkville. The Ultimate Smallville Rewatch Podcast. Guest star Sarah Carter as Alicia Baker. Although I didn't really work with her a lot. But Tom did. And they had some real big smoochy scenes. Yeah. Can we talk about that? Could there be any more sex? What was a three-page makeout scene that just kept going? Good Lord. We get it. They have chemistry. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen.